During the group's exploration and evaluation of the manifestos, we concurred that the United Kingdom's national curriculum and the European Year of Creativity and Innovation 2009 provided the best examples of how they aimed to promote and facilitate imagination and creativity within education, as well as explicitly demonstrate a strong commitment towards encouraging and enhancing students' imaginative and creative abilities. According to LASIG, there are three key building blocks required to transform policy in relation to creativity into practice. It was evident that the group felt that both manifestos reflected these building blocks. For example, the EYCI website defines creativity as the ability to imagine something that doesn't exist and to look for new solutions and forms, as well as encouraging the strong link between creativity and innovation. The UK National Curriculum's website also clearly detailed the importance of creativity. It also provided suggestions that could be implemented to promote creativity in the classroom. Our group regarded all aspects as the foundation for developing and implementing CIE successfully within schools, but felt it was of utmost importance that the manifesto included a clearly defined understanding and interpretation of the term creativity, as it is the basis upon all that is taught, learnt and assessed. There seems to be some discrepancy between the group regarding the degree to which the Australian National Curriculum valued CIE. Some members felt that it made sufficient reference to creativity, whereas others felt that it was vague in terms of how it aimed to promote creativity through education. Despite this, the group agreed that the VELS website, International Baccalaureate and Finland Education Policy display limited value towards creativity and presented minimal information regarding how they define creativity and aim to promote it through education. Considering the assessment of creativity, the group honed in on three key purposes for assessing creativity. We perceive the assessment as a method of monitoring one's teaching, allowing teachers to compare creativity outcomes against the assessment and to gain insight into how the students have progressed and where they currently stand in terms of creative development. Teachers can use this information to inform future planning and additionally to assess, motivate and improve one's teaching and promotion of creativity. Many members found that the CLA framework would be useful to achieve this because of its emphasis on observation and reflection in action. This informs the teacher on student progress while eliminating pressure placed on students, thus creating a safe environment for students to express themselves without fear of being judged. Secondly, the group viewed assessment as a way of promoting how the teacher and school values, values student creativity and celebrates innovation. Through high quality assessment, teachers can demonstrate to students and parents and guardians that creativity is highly valued in the school and is perceived as a life skill. This value could then influence other stakeholders on a whole school level and motivate the students to actively employ and develop strategies within their learning. Thirdly, assessment could help improve development of students' creative abilities. Through assessment frameworks such as the Creativity Wheel, students can participate in self-assessment and reflect on their own progress while gaining deeper meaning from their experiences. We found that this links with the first two elements because as teachers improve their pedagogy and influence students' values, it leads to enhancement of students' creativity abilities. According to overall, these three aspects link strongly with the Creativity Wheels document in regards to its understanding of the importance of assessment of student creativity. Through exploration of brain development and function of the male and female brain, all group members discovered that the female brain functions differently from the male brain, hence somewhat influencing learning. This results from the dominant blood flow of brain cells, usually in the left hemisphere for females and the right for males. The group found that this generally impacted upon females' improved language and social competencies and spatial, logical, mathematical and kinesthetic abilities in males. It was also found that brain function influences how males handle tasks and 
how they reason differently. Despite the findings, the group agreed that other external factors have a larger impact on learning. Maud Rodriguez and Grand add to this argument, stating that because creativity can be taught, external factors have a dominant influence over the development of creative abilities. The group maintained that this knowledge of differences between brain functioning between males and females is still important because brain function impacts on learning and indirectly influences creativity. The group combined some ideas in regards to how brain functioning can influence this facilitation of CIE and assessment of creativity, including presenting information in different ways that appeals to males and females whenever possible, recognizing that students are active learners and therefore constructivist and student-centered approaches would be employed to encourage students to use their creative thinking skills and abilities during the learning process, and acknowledging that various factors influence creative development, therefore basing assessment upon how the school defines creativity and particular values of creativity is deemed fair. In conclusion, our group, it is our group's firm belief that developing a well-researched and shared definition of creativity is essential to developing and implementing CIE and must be achieved in this order. We deem that the National Curriculum UK and the EYCI manifestos are excellent examples of this. Assessment of creative learning and development is another critical element of CIE. Successful assessment has interlinked benefits of informing teachers of student progress, which which influences and motivates one's teaching and implementation of CIE, and in turn promotes the value and encourages the development of creativity on a whole school level. Our group also believe that there are numerous influences on student learning, including brain function differences between males and females, and their development of creativity. We suggest that catering for students' individual learning preferences and the use of student-centered approaches is the optimal way to account for all these factors in the classroom.